0: This is an RNZ podcast. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember, though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to
1: Jesse. Mary Holm is here. Hello. Hello, Jesse. I was going to say it's an exciting week for you, but I've just looked online and I don't think your book is officially published yet.
0: That's right. It's a couple of, November 23rd. It's going to get into the bookshop. Uh-huh. So, okay. So, we yeah, we're just getting ready for it. Yeah, well done. Is, thank you. Just in time for yeah. Christmas, everybody.
1: Yeah, hopefully. And it's called Rich Enough.
0: <laughs> Rich Enough. Yeah. And with a subtitle called A Laid-Back Guide for Every Kiwi. <laughs> but I think we're going to talk about it a bit more next time, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, we'll do yeah, that. But
1: is, congratulations. But I know you've got heaps of work into you. it. Thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. And I was just... By the way, talking to Jeremy about the Beatles, I think we might have a bit of a Beatles fan club here with you and Jeremy and me. Yeah, oh, and you're into um, Beatles too. Yeah, and he said I should tell you that I went to the Beatles concert in Wellington. I was about two years old at the time, of course. Um, and I also went down to the airport when they were driving around in the back of that truck with those huge big plastic tikis. Do you, have yeah, you I'm seen really those I've photos? Seen yeah, And I took, I had my camera there and I took a photo pressed up against the chicken wire around the airport. Oh, so across the corners of the photo are the, you know, the corners of the chicken wire, yeah. if you see what I mean. But you can, you can recognize them. It's, you know, I, even, I didn't have a, I had a box brownie or something, but you can say, see which one's which. So it's still one of my favorite photos.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. What would, what would be, if you could choose any Beatles album to put on? Oh, today. a
0: fairly early one, probably. Um, no, I'm going to be honest with you, I can't really remember the names of the albums. I can <laughs> sing a lot of the songs. Okay. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Something before um, they
1: got sort of a bit more experimental in yeah, the later years. Yeah, I
0: quite liked sort of,
1: not the very, very earliest so mm, much. Rubber but Rubber Soul. Yeah, yep. yeah.
0: That sort of stuff was great, Okay, I thought. Yes. Yeah. So
1: today um, we are not just talking about The Beatles, we're talking about reverse mortgages. Yes, yes, It's the sort of thing yes. that sounds pretty foreign, right? Yeah,
0: and and they've been around for a long time. A lot of people don't know about them. And those who do, a lot of people say, no, 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 stay away from them. And there have been some bad stories in England. Mm. I think it was quite a few years back now, people got a reverse mortgage and ended up after they sold their house in old age, I'm um, still owing money on the mortgage. And so, you know, people say, oh, I'll stay away from them. But yeah. these days in New Zealand, that doesn't ever happen because I'm pretty sure all the providers that have ever offered them have a guarantee that that won't happen. Mm. But So just to explain what they are, they're... We typically people get them when they're retired. In fact, I don't think anyone's going to lend one to you, give you one until you're at least 65. Mm. But the idea is that people in retirement have often got a house these days worth a million or more. Yeah. And... Yet they don't have enough money to have a good time or they don't have enough money for medical bills or to do Mm. some travel or to fix the roof Mm. or something like that. And they're sitting in this house worth a heck of a lot of money. And so the idea is you borrow money from, it's usually banks that provide them, and make no repayments until you move from the house, which will typically be because you've died or you've moved into a rest home and at that point the house is sold and the mortgage is paid back. Mm. Um, and so it's a, it's a really good idea. Not that many New Zealanders use them. And I think people aren't too scared of them um, and and um, are therefore missing out on, on having a nicer retirement is what it amounts to. Great I'm glad you're doing a session on them then because there'd be so many
1: people out there who are living in lovely houses and feel kind of wealthy in one way but struggle to have enough cash to do what they want to do.
0: And it's not just people sort of thinking about their retirement too you know maybe 50 year olds thinking god I just haven't saved enough and I'm not going to be able to and Mm. worrying about it this is one way I mean there are other obvious ways of of getting your money out of a house and one is of course selling and moving to a cheaper place yeah. or a smaller place or, or to a cheaper town and a lot of people are doing that. Um and, and there's various other ways that you can, you know, take in boarders, all sorts of ways you can get some cash out of the fact that you've got a, a an expensive house. But um this is, you know, a really good way for many people. The the way it works is you You borrow the money. You might borrow a lump sum, but I don't recommend that because you're borrowing a lot up front and you're going to be paying compounding interest on that all the way through Mm. for possibly a lot of years. So it's best to only borrow as much as you need for something. Some people get annual payments or... They might even be able to give you monthly payments, I suppose, but either way. And just, um, sorry, just this is a basic
1: thing, but you have to have paid off your mortgage in full during your life for this to work, presumably. Well,
0: yes, although I was just reading today that sometimes people who get to retirement and they still have got an ordinary mortgage Mm. going can get a a reverse mortgage Mm. and then pay off the ordinary mortgage. (laughs) And and the the point is then that they're just not making any more payments, any more mortgage payments Mm. all the way through until... The time you move out move out of the house and and you know for retired people that 's a a big plus often, so um, sometimes you can get a lump sum, but as I say, I would highly recommend you don 't get um any more than you need at the time. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get regular payments to supplement your New Zealand super set up perhaps monthly or maybe even more often um, or in some cases that it, it operates more like a revolving credit mortgage where you just yeah. borrow as you need it, and that's probably the best in a way because it's meaning you you want to keep that debt as low as you can mm. for as, as long as you can. Um, currently, I think there are only two two banks offering them in New Zealand, and they're both smaller banks. One's Heartland and the other's SBS, which yeah, used to be the Southland Building Society. Yeah, a few years back, ASB was doing it, and... If we go back earlier than that, other various other banks have done it over time. I predict that more and more will do it as the baby boomers are retiring and there's more demand, and at the same time more understanding of these things and people realising how good they can be for
1: them. Hard to see the downside for the bank, right?
0: Well, they do charge higher interest rates than uh, on, for example, Heartland's seven point eight two currently, and SBS is seven point five five their floating that is high. rates compared with an ordinary floating rate, which I think is about 5%. Now, they say there are several reasons they have to charge more. One is they're just plain riskier. I mean, partly because they do give you this guarantee that if when you finally mm-hmm. sell the house, say you move into a rest home or something like that, and and you sell the house, and let's say the Debt has run up so much that it's more than the proceeds mm. from selling the house, which wouldn't usually happen. But it could, for example, if house prices went happened to be going mm. down at the time, or if you lived um, much, longer or exactly than, yeah. if you lived to 110 or something mm. like that, or even 100. Um, in some cases, even 90s, you know, it's possible. And especially if for some reason the value of your house hasn't risen very much, you know, the neighborhood yeah. might have deteriorated or and climate um, change and the yeah, rising sea levels yes, and yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of reasons why that kind of thing could happen. So the bank is running a risk there that they could lose money on, and that's mm. one reason they're charging higher interest. Another reason they tell me is they it takes a lot more setting these things up. They like to make absolutely sure that the customer does understand mm. that they're taking on A debt that will grow, will compound. It's like compounding savings except it's instead it's compounding debt. Um and so and they just and, and sometimes people's children aren't that happy about it. I'll get onto that a bit later actually. But there's all kinds of reasons why the banks I remember one bank once telling me they have to have they they made themselves have at least three meetings, three separate meetings with the Customers before they gave them a loan, and they insist that you see a lawyer and all of that. So there's a lot of sort of setup involved, mm. and sometimes the banks will spend quite a lot of time talking to somebody about it, and then the, and then the customer will decide they don't want to do it, and they've spent that time on it. So it it is justified that they charge higher interest, um, but people should really be aware of that. Just to give you an idea of how the the loans can grow. Um, just a very rough idea. After twenty years, the loan might be about six times what you originally borrowed, and after thirty years, it might be about fifteen times. That's sort of taking average interest rates. Mm. Um, so you know, you borrow a um, hundred thousand, and after thirty years, it's one and a half million. You know, I mean, in the that meantime, you owe. yes. Mm. In the meantime, though, of course, over thirty years, the value of your house will in most cases, have absolutely soared. Mm-hmm. And and I recommend people who are interested in this have go to the Heartland Bank website. They've got a calculator on there that explains all of this. It, it assumes that your house price is going to grow by 3% a year. Now, listeners might think, well, oh, that's too low. You know, in recent times, they've tended to grow more than that, but there have also been times when they haven't grown that fast, and so that's a conservative estimate. But so typically what you'll do if you're looking for a 30-year loan is you'll see that your loan might um, be up at a million, but the house value might be $4 million by then or something like yeah. that. You know, the, um, So you've got to, got to keep that in mind. Um, but because the loans grow as much as they do, they don't lend you, and because they've got these guarantees in place where you're not going to end up owing more than the house is worth, they won't lend you more than, roughly speaking, maybe about 20% of the value of the house when you're 65 and about 30% when you're 75 or 40% at 85. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But that's still a lot of money for uh, for people in the, in the big cities and in Queenstown, um, wherever the house values are very... High, 20% of the house value at, at 65 is still a pretty big amount. You can do a lot of nice stuff yeah. with that. Aman has emailed,
1: he says, Jesse, yeah. I'm listening to Mary saying the reverse mortgage is a good idea. I can't help myself from thinking then what was the purpose of getting the mortgage and buying the house in the first place? So it's a good idea to work blooming hard to buy a house with a hefty mortgage and then when you have it... You start using the reverse mortgage. I yes. think that's just more of a philosophical complaint.
0: Yeah, it is. It's an. It's an he says
1: the idea point. makes him feel depressed and empty.
0: <laughs> oh, does it? Oh, well, if, yes. Perhaps he he might just want to give it a miss. Yeah. But, but I mean, what if, he
1: means uh, is he's finally paid off this house, yes, right? And then he starts going straight off back it again, and, yeah. into
0: debt again. If, but if you think of it as, you know, you've been sort of giving to the house over all these. years,
1: You've been saving it. into your house, not Yes, you? Yeah. and
0: now you're getting something back from the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's your dividend, it's, Armin. it's Yes, it's a sort of attitude thing, really, okay. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. A couple of other sort of basic points about it. The start-up fees, I understand, uh, uh, might be more than $1,000. You know, there's quite a lot. of, And then you, there's your lawyers. I don't know whether that estimate includes lawyers or not. But typically, you would be able to add that to the loan. And so you wouldn't have to come up with that in terms of cash um yeah and another um point that sort of goes without saying is that if you get a reverse mortgage the bank will insist that you keep the property fully insured they don't want to find that it's burnt down and and because they've now got some equity in the house and 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 um don't yeah so you've got to fully insure it you've got to maintain it you've got to signed stuff to say you will keep it maintained so they don't want it you know just getting cause some people could say well I you know by the time I move or die or move to into a rest home I don't really care about this house anymore there's mm-hmm. not going to be much of my money in it so I'm not going to bother to fix the roof and things like that well they've got they've got to keep the maintenance up they've got to pay the rates mm-hmm. and all of that but i mean most people in retirement would be doing that anyway yeah. be taking care of their houses yeah did you have some no more? you go you no. carry on um there's a couple of key points questions people should ask and this comes from the commission for financial capability they've they've Um, come up with a list. And by the way, while I'm thinking about that, they have got some information on their website, but also Consumer New Zealand has got a really good article about reverse mortgages, so if people go to their website um, they look look at the pluses and the minuses um, as well, and that's worth reading. Um, What you should ask about before you commit to this thing is whether you've got the right to live there for life, and I think they pretty much always do, but you just want to check that, that, um, you know, no matter how big the debt runs up, could could they at some point for some reason say you're not allowed to be in here anymore? Um, What if you move? And it'd be really good to try and get some sort of guarantee that let's say you move, you want to move to be nearer your adult children and your grandchildren. I mean, that's not an uncommon thing for people um and they're still out and about they're not heading for the rest home or anything like that but they just want to move house um so i would strongly recommend that you get that sorted before you signed that you would be able to move the mortgage with with as you move house that the, they the bank might say the new house has got to be x y or z but you know typically they would do that um that you want to check you've got that guarantee that you won't owe more than the proceeds of selling the property at the end but as i say i think that's pretty much standard it's part of the now. deal these days yeah yes. how will your loan affect your estate when you die just just so you're totally clear about that i mean the money does come out of what might otherwise have been left to the children and um speaking of the kids or or anyone else who's you're going to leave your money too um, you can usually with one of these mortgages set aside a certain amount say I want to set aside 25 uh, percent of the house that can't be encroached on right uh, so that the kids at least inherit that much if you do that of course the bank will lend you less but that's quite often a um, stipulation that that some people want to make that just make sure they don't have all the inheritance. Right, going away. Um, the interesting question is whether you should tell your family you're doing this, <laughs> and and um, they might um,
1: think that you're asking them to approve it.
0: Well, yes, and you know this is this is eating into their inheritance. It's, it's a really it just so depends so much on circumstances. I mean, I would say generally, if your kids are reasonably nice people, it is a good idea to tell them because otherwise they might just be thinking you know they're perfectly nice people but they're thinking well you know when mum and dad pop off um, you know there might be half a million in there for right. us they might and,
1: have already spent it Yeah.
0: well exactly yeah. and and you don't really want after you die them to get this horrible shock but um, on the other hand I was actually talking about reverse mortgages in a seminar I was doing just the other day up at the university and uh I said, I think, you know, you should tell the family. And the woman in the front row said, no, you shouldn't. And I said, why not? And she said, oh, she had worked in this area. And um, she had found that when some older people told their children, the kids said, no, no, don't do that. And just talk, talk them, them out of them. it. Yeah. Um,
1: and, I, they're, and they're not a neutral party.
0: Well, certainly not. No. they're, And, you know, if the kids are particularly... Stroppy, and you could say perhaps grasping, or, you know, maybe that's a bit unkind. But I, what the kids quite possibly... What could have happened is the kids have heard that reverse mortgages are a rip-off, and so they don't want their parents to be ripped off. Yeah. I mean, to, to that is possible. They're not a rip-off. They do charge higher interest, but we've talked about why. I don't think they're a rip-off. Um, but if you've got kids who you don't think you should tell because they might try and talk you out of it. Well, don't tell them. I mean, you're not obliged to. Mm. Um, and, and you know, it's, it's just each situation's different, isn't it? And people just have to work that one out for themselves. Yeah, it's
1: funny how somebody's opinion of an idea quite often coincides with whether or not they're going to benefit from the idea.
0: Look, it's true of all of us, I'm sure. (laughs) And often
1: people don't even realise that that's the reason they oppose it, but they oppose it subconsciously because it's not going to benefit them and then they find the evidence to support it. To support
0: it, yes, yes. yes. As I say, if you Googled reverse mortgages, especially around the world and over time, you could come up with some pretty negative stuff that's been written about them Mm. to present to mum and dad to say, hey, don't do this. But I mean... On the other hand, you hear quite often of the adult children going to their parents and saying, "Hey, do do this. You know, you you guys aren't having as nice a time in retirement as you could mm. have. Um, why don't you? Uh, you know, because quite often the house might be worth a million, and they and the and the reverse mortgage ends up totaling two hundred thousand or mm. something like that. There's still plenty left to."
1: it's victimless
0: yeah well it's that much less that the kids get but but why shouldn't the parents you know um you, i'm sure we've talked before about skiing s k i which is spend the kids' inheritance <laughs> which um and, and, and you know one of my friends says um f- fly first class or your kids will <laughs> and um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's um it's true, isn't it that that my generation are much more inclined to spend at least um, our savings, perhaps not the house, mm-hmm. and leave the kids just the house. And I and I think that's fair enough. I think our parents were a bit, my my parents' generation, deprived themselves too much, probably. Mm. Um look at to each his own and 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 um, and in this case, I'm now advocating that perhaps you don't not don't only spend your savings but also eat into the house mm. but um you wouldn't by the way, if you did have any savings you know in Kiwi saver or other retirement savings, you'd want to spend those right down first before you got the reverse mortgage it'd be a good idea perhaps to just talk to the bank. Earlier on, to just make sure that they would be able to give you one or but mm. but the the providers come and go that's the thing ten years from now, there'll be different ones offering them. I'm sure there'll always be someone offering them because they are you know a worthwhile product but um yeah, it's in the end, I think that they're a really good thing to do when you get quite old. In fact, I personally think what I'll do when I retire is plan to spend my money until I'm 90 and then get a reverse mortgage at that point because it doesn't run up a heck of a lot in 10 years and probably I won't last more than 10 years. From
1: Who knows? No, you'll still be doing your fortnightly slot on our show, Mary, that's for sure. Hey, Mary's book comes out in uh, a week or two, but we'll talk about that next week. Thank you so much. Yes, it's a pleasure, Jess. And if you're listening and you know someone who this um, could be useful for, send them to the website where all Mary's conversations with me are podcasted. Someone told me, it's a friend told me the other day that it takes ages to get your podcasts up on the website. Has that been your experience?
0: I don't really go and look at them. So yeah, no, it should, should really
1: be up there sort of within 20 minutes or something. But anyway, if you have any problems, do get Can in I touch. Can one more yeah. very
0: quick point? Um, if you're looking to get a reverse mortgage, it might be good to also talk to your own bank, even though they're not offering them, because some of them will sort of offer one just tailor-made for you if you've been a loyal customer. So it's worth asking, asking your own bank as well. Great. Yeah.